Hi and welcome. This is Nibbles in Space with me, Malcolm McDonald. Right, what's space got to do with national security? Well, whether you're in the US, Europe, Russia, China or anywhere else, space technologies probably contributed more to the pursuit of peace than just about any other technology. During the Cold War, a key enabler for the Strategic Arms Reduction Treaty, a 1991 treaty between the USA and the USSR, was the ability for both sides to verify that the other was keeping its word. And so, treaties like these specifically protected satellites by outlawing anti-satellite technologies, and in many ways, they were designed to be verified from space. For example, under the 1991 START Treaty, the USA destroyed 365 B-52s, a long-range strategic bomber. They were chopped into five bits and left for three months in the desert of Arizona so that Russian satellites could confirm that the bombers had been destroyed. Now, when I say military surveillance from space, you're probably thinking spy satellites like you see in the movies. And while that is part of the idea, the movies can oversimplify and exaggerate capabilities. Imaging satellites can be optical, so they take pictures like you see in the movies. But cloud cover or darkness even can be a problem. Or they can use radar, where they measure a reflected signal broadcast from the satellite, turning that into something like an image, but one that can be generated even through cloud cover or at night. Stereo optical imaging, that is 3D pictures, is available and helpful in identifying objects. We also have video images available from spacecraft in low Earth orbit and multispectral imagery is provided by most optical systems. So rather than taking pictures like those on your phone, taking pictures at different wavelengths and at wavelengths beyond what our eyes can see, such as infrared to detect heat. For the military, this can be really helpful in detecting subtle changes and countering camouflage and also useful for weather forecasting. In some countries, such as Italy, the National Weather Forecasting Agency is part of the military. Elsewhere, such as the UK, the Weather Forecasting Agency provides a service into the military. And in countries like the USA, the military have their own weather forecasting agency in addition to and separate from the civilian one. Electronic surveillance, that is, locating all kinds of radio transmissions from Earth is a key part of military surveillance from space. Such spacecraft tend to be in low Earth orbit, although there are some in geostationary orbit. And these spacecraft are used to locate the source of a signal. For example, a ship in the ocean with its location beacon turned off can be detected, perhaps by a mobile phone on board or even from the ship's engines. There are also satellites that are used to detect the launch of missiles and there are sensors in orbit designed to detect the explosion of a nuclear bomb. Beyond surveillance, a number of countries have dedicated military communication satellites and many, including the US and the UK, also make use of commercial communication services. These dedicated services allow for assured, secure communication and tasking, but can also be used as a data relay for surveillance satellites, ensuring that data is relayed to analysts as quickly as possible. Several militaries also operate Global Navigation Satellite Systems, or GNSS. 
and these include the US GPS system providing real-time worldwide positioning information to personnel, equipment and to weapons. And military authorities can, if they wish, turn off the unencrypted signals on satellites and transmit only the military signal. This means you can't always rely on GPS, and this was the motivation for Europe's civilian Galileo GNSS system. Today, space is at a crossroads, as governments now openly recognise it as a warfighting domain, similar to land, sea, air and cyber. But again, not like in the movies with spacecraft shooting torpedoes and lasers to destroy each other. More like radio jamming and trying to confuse or blind the spacecraft sensors. Freedom to operate in space is increasingly limited, with space becoming more congested and contested. The Cold War treaties that restricted anti-satellite technologies to aid verification of reduction and limitation of strategic offensive weapons in order to ease the tensions of the day are expiring, and they're not being renewed. With this, countries are developing and deploying both ground and space-based anti-satellite technologies to disrupt operations and to limit observations from space, creating more secrecy, distrust and division, and the risk of a return to an arms race and increased tension due to a lack of capability to see beyond the conspiracy stories, the suspicion and the hostilities that can lead to open conflict. This was a nibble in space with me, Malcolm McDonald. For a little more of a nibble on this with some visuals, why not visit spaceprof.xyz or subscribe to the podcast for future nibbles. In the next nibble, we'll munch and muse why going to space can be good for society. <laughs>